so let me figure out. This will be fun. How not to get us killed. <laughs> Please don't get us killed. Oh, I'm going to turn right now. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please do not get us killed. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my See, gosh. it's just a straightaway until I get to the exit. Yeah. Scary as hell, but I'm, I'm a good driver. For the most part. <laughs> For the most I part. I only failed my driving test once. <laughs> and then the second time I didn't have to take the test, they just gave me the license. <laughs> Which was a bad idea, you know. But with COVID and everything. This tastes good, but weird. Like, it's supposed to be strawberry mango with pineapple, mm-hmm. but it's severely dominated by the pineapple. Like, it's almost nothing but pineapple. Yeah. Which is not bad, just not what I was expecting. Yeah. I thought that this one would be a lot sweeter. It's a lot more bitter, which I kind of like. I like that in coffees. But, like, I wasn't expecting it either. Yeah. But it's great. So, are you one of those people who gets, like, dark roast, but with a lot of cream? Yeah. That... Or, like, I get dark roast. My favorite is Seattle. Yeah, looks favorite. like that was a record over there. Oh. My favorite is Seattle dark roast, but no one carries it. Okay, look. I don't know what the fuck different roast tastes like. I just know there's, like, light roast, medium roast, and dark roast. Neither do I, honestly. I just, I just get the one that they gave me when I order coffee. Yeah. Whatever one you fucking give me. I don't know the difference. <laughs> I'm a little gremlin whore. <laughs> what, what makes you think that I can taste the difference between different <laughs> roasts of coffee? The bur- okay, so Alex and Haley are baristas at the Starbucks where mm-hmm. I work, right? And they are telling me when I'm up there that there are people who specifically request for the coffee to be heated to a specific temperature. <laughs> and I'm like, what kind of pretentious asshole are you? You cannot taste the fucking difference. You cannot tell me that you taste the fucking exactly. difference. It's like the Chapo Trap House Boys, where they had fucking Virgil who thinks that he can taste the difference between, like, Fiji water and tap water all these yeah. different types of waters, and they give it to him, and he thinks the tap water is Fiji water. I mean, I don't... I can't really tell the difference. I just know that Seattle Dark Roast is my favorite because it was the least bitter, like, out of all the dark roasts I've had, which isn't many, question mark. I need to stop doing that. <laughs> okay, look, you pick it up for my ex-boyfriend. It's yeah. not a good thing. No, it's not, and I need to slap I've myself anytime, actually. Only because I'm not talking to him anymore. Oh, neither am I. He's an asswipe. I mean, he's just a douche in general. So you know, more than do. half of the people I've dated in the past, I can't believe that I dated them now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> My previous girlfriend is the only one that I don't regret. Yeah. She was the nicest. I liked her. Mm-hmm. She was fun. She is fun. See. This I... van with the fucking Trump sticker is moving so <laughs> slow. Probably an old fucking lady in that truck. Fuck you, bitch. And she just moved into the fast lane, too. Like, what a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm in the slow lane. I'm going faster. I'm going to pass her. <laughs> Is this a race now? Because I'm all for oh, it. Oh, yeah, because I want to see who's in that fucking seat. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't blame you on that. Let me see. Who is it? <laughs> it's an <No>. old man. <laughs> oh, I was close. 
Yeah. I was close. Yeah. I just got the gender off and that was a 50-50. Yeah. So. Boom, motherfuckers. <laughs> I know my archetypes. <laughs> Most Trump supporters are old white. When if when people. it's a van, it's always an older person. Mm-hmm. If it's a pickup truck, it depends on what type of truck it is. Yeah. If it's one of the brand new like Chevy Silverado, then it's like a younger man. Or like the whatever, like the fucking Ford F one fifty. When it's those, it's a younger man or it's a middle aged man. Yeah. If it is a an old pickup truck, if it's an older pickup truck, then it is in it is either a middle aged man in the later end of the middle mm-hmm. ages, like a 50, like my father. Yeah, like your father, or it is a boomer. Yeah. Well, he's also a boomer, but I mean like a boomer, boomer, like yeah, an old man. Boomer, boomer. You know, my my bus driver drove one of those. Yeah. Like one of the older pickup trucks. He was like 60. He didn't look 60. He was about 60. He was driving a bus for 16 years without a single absence until last year. That's crazy. I know. I mean, that sort of thing needs to get people like medals. medals. Yeah. Or trophies. Because, like, you can go 16 years without a fucking absence. Like, imagine having that sort of work ethic dealing with shitty snot-nosed brats. Exactly. And especially then, especially the ones making, on my bus. Oh, and then, my and Because you know bus drivers make even less than teachers do. Yeah. So, like, imagine dealing with that. Working so hard and coming in every single day. Like, always being there for these kids. And you make, like, $10 an hour. Yeah. But you can't even live off that. You can't even no. live off that here. And we don't live in, like, a big city or anything. Yeah. Like, I just think that teachers and bus drivers should be paid more than what they get. Oh, definitely. Teachers, okay, look. There is no reason that teachers should be buying students school supplies out of their own pocket. Exactly. And not being uh, able to afford rent because they have to do that. Exactly, like, um, like our freshman seminar teacher is still, like, she still has roommates. Yeah. Like, she still has to rent with roommates. Yeah. And she is buying us food and keeping it in her, um, like, in her desk, in her cabinets, so that kids who are hungry can eat. And kids who don't get breakfast or get here late. And even then, it's not fucking enough. Exactly. Like, they don't feed us enough. And and just because you get breakfast and lunch at school, it's not enough for the whole day if you're not eating at home. Exactly. And, like, everybody thinks teachers are, like, not great and they shouldn't be paid enough. They're thinking that teachers are greedy for asking for more money. Like, fuck you. But, like, teachers are the whole reason everybody has a fucking job right now. Look, if no one educated you, then you wouldn't be where you are. Exactly. So I think they deserve a little bit more of your tax money, especially when we got the cops taking in like humongous amounts of the city exactly. budget. Exactly. Like, and have you seen the New York City budget where the cops are like way down here and then education yeah. is like way at the bottom? Like, this really shows what our fucking priorities as a society are that we don't that, that we pay these like militarized pieces of shit so much money to beat the fuck out of black people. Exactly. And we can't give teachers more money. If you aren't gonna get rid of the fucking systematic racism and you're not gonna treat everyone equally just like you would want to be treated yourself 
then maybe we should be paying teachers a little bit more. And honestly, of you know what? I think that if teachers were paid more, we'd have better teachers. Exactly. And they teach that tendency out of people. Exactly. Like, the better the education that you have, the more that you realize that people are people and everyone's the same. Because racism comes out of hate and ignorance. Let me just tell you that there's a reason why more liberals have college degrees. It's because having a college degree turns you into a liberal. Yeah. Because what, the more you are educated, the more you understand. And I mean, I know there are like really smart people who are conservative, but Sadly. the tendency is, as in terms of the basic population, mm-hmm. that when we're looking at the makeup of who's liberal and who's conservative, liberals are more often college educated. Yeah. And I think that says something. Exactly. I think it says something that people with college degrees are liberal. Exactly. Because everybody, a lot of the conservatives aren't educated properly to the point where they understand that everybody is a human being, that actually their ancestors, the people who first, like, were on this earth, were indigenous Native Americans and black people. Like, your scrawny white ass didn't come from other white people. It started off with black people and Native Americans. Yeah, humans came from Africa. Yeah. Like, all humans came from Africa and then we spread out. But you know what drives me insane is a lot of conservatives literally think that black people are, like, genetically different. Exactly. Which, they're not. They're not. Let me tell you something that I... You are more genetically similar to a black person who is, like, from your area. Yeah. Like, we are more genetically similar to a black person from America than we are to a white person from Europe. Exactly. And, like, just because there's a lack of melanin in your skin should not determine whether or not you get equal rights. And you know what? It drives me insane that conservatives also can't really understand that racism isn't just you specifically saying, I hate black people. Yeah. Because you can be racist without intending to be racist. And even if you have your black friends or your Chinese, uh, Asian friends, uh, or your Spanish friends, Spanish, Mexican friends. And you know what? It's also been proven that it's not just like white people. Yeah. That it's about skin color because some studies have shown that some black people Mm -hmm. will like like um like there was this one study this is what i'm talking about there was a it was about the criminal justice system and Uh it was about um how juries put penalties on um on defendants right so the lighter the skin color the more likely they were to get a lighter sentence no matter whether the jury was white or black yeah and this is even when we're talking about two black people where one of them just has a lighter skin tone yeah you know so what i was trying to explain to my dad was that it's not that a like a cop says oh look a black person he must be a thug i'm gonna kill him it's more like a cop sees a black person and subconsciously he goes this man is a threat yeah and it's not that he specifically thinks oh black people are a threat because that's what my dad thinks he thinks that that's what we think and that all racism is you specifically thinking that oh you know black people are bad yeah but it's because that cop subconsciously associates black skin with, you know, criminality. Yeah. And so when a black person reaches into their pocket, they get shot. Yeah. And if a white person did the same thing, the cop wouldn't see that as inherently threatening. 
Yeah. And it's not because of anything specifically going on in his head where he's consciously thinking this. Mm-hmm. It's just subconscious associations. Yeah. But it still leads to a racist outcome, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, disproportionate policing. Yeah. Where they put the police in the black communities in the first place. Yeah. And you know what? Crime is a cycle, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you are being charged for crime, then you have a record. And once you have a record, how are you supposed to get a job? Yeah. How are you supposed to get a good job? And then how, you're supposed to, how are you going to su- support your family? You exactly. know? So then what do you have to do? Crime. Yeah. And probably worse crime than what you got caught for in the first place. Yeah. And then there's families growing up without fathers because those fathers are in prison. Yeah. You know what? I can tell... I think the one thing that makes me able to tell, like, your political beliefs uh, is if you thought in To Kill a Mockingbird, if you thought that, um, I forget his name, was guilty or not. I think it was Jim. I'm not, I don't remember. No, Jim was the brother. Yeah. I can't remember. I I know that there's Atticus and Scout. I just remember Atticus and Scout and Boo Radley. Yeah, Boo Radley. But also, I... A lot of people hate On to Kill a Mockingbird. But I feel like it was... It's not something I would reread all the time. It's an important book to be taught in school. What I don't like is when the teacher insists on saying the N-word. Exactly. (laughs) She reads the book. I did not want to say it. And like quit using okay, quit using it as an excuse to say the N-word. Yeah. Like you we can tell that you're just excited to say the N-word. Yeah. you cannot make us say the we, okay look we like not. I think it's important for it to be there like I yeah. don't think you should censor it from the book but I don't think that you should be excited to, to say, say it, it and to be encouraging your white students to say it yeah like I think that I don't think that's okay she told us not to say like don't say like in word say the actual word and I went and said in word she can't I'm force not gonna me. yeah I'm not gonna say it yeah she can't force me like I'm, if I get in trouble, okay, go ahead. Not, send me to the principal exactly. for not saying the N word. Exactly. Please send me to the office for not saying a derogatory slur. Like I get it. If, like, I get that it should be in the book. It should stay in the book. It should not be censored from the book. If it's, it's important for people to know that that's how people used to talk about black yeah, people. Yeah, but you should not encourage or enforce your students who are white to say the N word. Because the people who were called to that fought for their freedom and fought for the right to change that word to something better. See, you know what I think was really in, like, okay, so we had different teachers, mm-hmm. like, um, for English 1. Mm-hmm. So I was taught to kill a mockingbird by a different teacher than you were, right? Yeah. So the way we did it was the to kill a mockingbird was our summer reading project. Yeah. And so we read that book independently. And then we came into class and then we discussed it in class. And I think that's also a really good idea because you can um like I don't really know if you need to be reading that book aloud in class. Like I think it's a really good idea to have children read, read it. it on their own. So that they can reflect quietly to themselves and be able to, um, 
like be able to process it on their own terms and really think about yeah. it. Yeah. And I know a lot of kids don't really do that, but I mean, there's also ways you can enforce that in class. Like uh, my uh, my English 111 teacher, when I got into the college classes, yeah, she had us read it independently. We never read aloud in class, but we always had quizzes when we got in to make sure that we read it. Yeah. And it wasn't like stuff you could get on Spark Notes, mm-hmm. but it also wasn't stuff that like was really obscure, you know, like, what color t-shirt was he yeah. wearing? Like, because even if I read it, I would never fucking remember that. Yeah. But, I mean, she made sure that we read it, but she didn't make us read it aloud in class like doofuses. Yeah, but my English one teacher had us sit there. We we took an entire three months on this book because we read it chapter by chapter. In class. In class. She made us read it aloud. Because she was so excited to say the answer. Yeah. Like. Oh, a white woman, by the way. Yeah. yeah she was a young she, white woman. She is a young white woman. And she was so excited. She was like, do not say the keep word in word. Say this word. And keep left to US 421 North. I just think that you shouldn't. You should be doing like how um, you did it. And read it quietly and reflect on it quietly and then take quizzes on it to see that you're reading it. But like... Oh, I got in the right lane because I go right to go to school. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Good job. Yeah. Um, We're good. Yeah. And I can't turn left on red, so I have to wait. Yeah. But like, I just think that she should have done it how your teacher did it. And how to quietly reflect on it instead of forcing us to read it in class. And number one, I hate reading in front of the class. Reading reading aloud also makes it go so much fucking slower. Exactly. If she gave me that book and said, read it on your own, I would have gotten it done in a week. We took three fucking months on it. Seven, like 13 parts of notes that were so fucking long that nobody needed to write because it was right in the book and then vocab that had 60 60 fucking like vocabulary words and she made us like write examples and stuff and I get that this is work I get this is what we're supposed to do quote unquote but like okay okay look the her methods of teaching sucks yes she is not a great teacher. Wait, I mean, I don't necessarily blame her because she's so new. Yeah. But, like, I also just... The only thing that I'm going to say is specifically her fault is the whole N-word thing. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that I will specifically criticize for her and say, yeah, that's your, that's on you. But, like, the whole, you know, all the methods she uses for teaching, that's just, you know... And listen... She's a new teacher. Listen, she would... She would get so excited about saying the N-word for, um... To kill a mockingbird, but anytime anyone said like ass or bitch or shit in like a book, she would get kind of mad at us and she'd give us a look. Oh, it's See? in the book. Exactly. It's in the book. Exactly. I'm gonna but, say the swear words. You can't stop me. But if my if my English two teacher had us read To Kill a Mockingbird, he would definitely um like have us read it quietly, separately, and yeah, maybe a couple chapters aloud, but he wouldn't say okay, well, the N-word. Our English 2 teacher was the most amazing human being. I agree. I love him. To this day, he's one of my favorite teachers Exactly. And, like, I think if I 
if I had a personal problem and I needed to email a teacher, it would be him. Uh, yeah, I would go to him. Yeah. He would be the first person I talked to. But, like, he wouldn't have given us as much work as she did. And he never gave us any fucking work. What are you talking about? Really, though? He let me make a playlist. He let me make a <laughs> Spotify playlist for my final and project. Whenever we all right? did, and whenever we did, like, big project. I think my favorite thing was, what was the thing where we sit in a circle and then we sit in another the circle? The Socratic seminar? The Socratic seminar was one of my favorite things. Okay, look, I loved that until I had a panic attack. Listen, I <laughs> didn't even read, like, half the book and I still, like, got a hundred on it. Did y'all read Lord of the Flies in this no. class? Mm-hmm. No, we read Lord of the Flies you and we did the Lord Socratic the seminar for Lord of the we Flies. We read, um... That was good shit. We that read, was the good shit. We read a play and I can't remember what it was. It was, like, something doll. Um... I know what you're talking him. about. He told us that yeah. we were going to read that, but we spent so long on um, Lord um, of the Flies yeah. that we didn't. But, like, that's what we did the Socratic Seminar on. I barely read anything. I slept through the movie. I <laughs> I barely listened to the play part because it was an entire play. And, like, I barely read it. And I still got 100 on my Socratic Seminar because I just went along. And I used, like, basic terms. Like, yeah, I found this part because I had known some parts in there. I found this yeah. part really interesting because like so and so yeah it was really fun i like the socratic seminar i didn't like taking notes from the socratic seminar i liked being in the circle yeah yeah okay know what you know what that reminds me of lord of the flies so have you ever read it no no okay so i'm not gonna spoil because it's actually a really really good fucking book. i own it and i need to read it yeah like even if you're not taught it in class like you should read that book it is such a good book it says a lot about men it says a lot about misogyny <laughs> it is really it's a really good book when um, you're discussing male violence mm-hmm. because the whole actually like my the whole thing is that the author william golding was reading all these books like the Swiss Family Robinson about how all these boys were getting stranded on an island and being like perfect little angels like the saviors of England and he was like I teach at an old boys school what the fuck are you going on about so he wrote his own story about the boys getting themselves fucked over all because of like their male misogyny and their violence and their chauvinism like it's a perfect book and the fact that you know that if there were women there that would not have fucking happened yeah it never in a million years would have happened and uh-huh. that's what i said like on the socratic like stage i was like that never would have happened if there were if they were all girls or even if there were some girls it never would have happened yeah you want to know why because the girls there's this one scene where the main character wants to build shelters but the like the main antagonist wants to go hunting mm-hmm. he wants to dress up and you know Um, war paint and go hunting, right? Mm -hmm. And everyone left with the antagonist to go hunting. Mm -hmm. And so just the main character and this one other boy stayed. Right? Mm -hmm. And so they didn't have shelter. Yeah. But let me tell you, if they were fucking girls, they would have stayed. Yeah. Girls would have built the shelter. Mm -hmm. And that's all because of men and glorifying violence. Yeah. But look, one of our friends, who was also not in that class with me, but he was in a different period, also doing the class at the same time, for his final project, he wrote a journal entry. That was one of the options, to write a journal entry from the perspective of one of the characters that doesn't have, like, a point of view, right? So he chose this one, like, nine-year-old boy who is, like, the sidekick of the main antagonist, and his one big scene is that he just starts throwing rocks at this one like small child 
yeah. who's playing in the water. And, um... I heard about this part. Yeah, and this guy wrote it about him being a sexual sadist. At nine Wait, years old! What? At nine years old! Yes! <laughs> that was that was his whole, like, philosophy. And you see, he wanted me to read it because he knew I was into true crime. And he's like, yo, I want you to read this. I want you to look at this and I want you to tell me how good this is. And I was like, fuck off. I was like, fuck off. I was like, this is such a How did the teacher react? I don't know because I'm not in his class. But oh. he did fucking turn it in. Oh, my God. So, um... Wait, which one is this? Oh. So, oh, okay. he, um... <laughs> Can you believe that he would write something like that, too? Because he's usually, like, so, like, prissy. I'm not going to say prissy, yeah. but, like, or innocent, but he's more conservative with the yeah. way he, like, with what he talks about than most of us. But, like, I was shocked. I was like, why would you ever assume a nine-year-old is a sexual sadist? <laughs> he is nine. Yeah. You cannot think any sexual thoughts until you've hit puberty. Yeah. So, like... Uh, what are you? What are you? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Listen here. Listen here. Listen here. Have you heard? Have you seen any like true crime cases with little children involved? As in, like, as well. That's usually murder. because the little children were abused. True. So okay. like, it's not a normal okay. thing. And we have no proof that like this. That I'm pretty sure the name was Robert of this kid. We have no proof. Like, there's no... The story starts, like, when they crash. So, there's nothing before. Yeah. But, like, I mean, the whole point of English is kind of to, like, theorize about the books. Mm-hmm. And that actually is Analyze. another thing. Yeah. Um, in my English class right now, we're going from, like, the mid, like, 1800s, like, Civil War era to 1945 with American literature. And, um, this is, I don't know, it's English 232 here, but, um, another college, I mean, it's just American literature, too. So, um, the, we read a Kate Chopin excerpt about this wife whose husband and son are away, and her old lover comes over to the house because it's raining really hard outside, and so he seeks shelter in her home. And they have sex. Is this just like say no to this from Hamilton? No, actually, it's <laughs> not. It's actually really poly positive. And is I'm gonna, it? Yes. So. Um, oh my gosh, this is awesome. So they have sex, and it's actually really erotic for like a like a 18th century or 19th century book. Yeah. Like I think this was like 1870s, mm-hmm. and it's actually like really like more erotic than you'd expect from yeah. that time period. But um. I can't for the life of me remember what it was called. I think it might have just been called The Storm. Mm -hmm. But, like, the whole ending of it is that, like, it makes her happier. And her husband and her son come home, and that happiness goes on to them. And they're happier as a family. And then the, the man that she slept with goes home to his wife and his kids... And he is sweeter to them because he's also happier. And it makes both families happier. And it never hurt anybody. Yeah. And it's... I'm like... (laughs) Are you telling me she wrote this in the 1800s, bitch? About a woman cheating on her husband and it making everybody happier. It being represented as a positive thing. So, like, you can't even really consider it cheating because cheating is, like, inherently negative. Yeah. It's just like, oh, 
she slept with someone outside of her marriage and it made her happier. Yeah. Because that's something I really believe in because I'm not going to say that no humans are like suited for monogamy because I know some people need monogamy and they really like it. Yeah. But like, I think it's really important that we don't expect one person to fulfill everything that we need. Yeah. Because that's unhealthy. You know? So, I mean, if you're going to have your one husband that you have sex with or whatever, you need to have friends. You need to have other friends. Yeah. Like, you need to have people that can fulfill needs that your husband doesn't fulfill. Yeah. Because if you expect your husband to fulfill every single one of your needs, you are going to be unhappy. Yeah. And I think that is, like, a really toxic thing to expect your partner to fulfill yeah. every single one of your needs. Even if, you know, if we're not necessarily talking, like, a sexual manner. Yeah, like needs as in like maybe emotional needs or like yeah like yeah like there are some things that you are like as a woman you might not want to talk to your male partner about yeah you know so like you can go to your best friend about that (laughs) you know I'm a very open person so I can't relate I mean whatever I don't know (laughs) it's kind of weird like I'm kind of weird about that yeah but um I can't think of any other situations because I'm blanking, but like for our listeners out there, I am Polly. Like I've been in a three-way relationship before. Like I was my happiest in that relationship while it lasted. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never successfully been in a monogamous relationship. That uh, three-way was my longest. Um, Like in my opinion, I think a lot more people are Polly they're just not open to it because of our societal expectations. Yeah. And I know, like, you, it doesn't work for you. Yeah. Which is okay. But that's you know? why I have friends to help fulfill certain needs that, like, a partner can't. But let me tell you something. Like, here's a thing that we don't do in America that is apparently really common in other countries. We don't touch our friends platonically in yeah. America near as much as other people oh, yeah. in other countries. Like, in America, you touch your homie and it's weird. (laughs) I mean, I'm not necessarily saying, like, grab your homie's ass. (laughs) But, like, in Europe, people platonically cuddle. Like, all the time. Yeah. And that's, like, a weird thing. Like, people automatically assume if you're cuddling somebody that you're dating. But that's not how it is in Europe. And I feel like we should bring that back. Because a lot of us are fucking touch-starved. And I used to cuddle with my best friend in eighth grade, you know, all the time. Yeah. And that was honestly, like, the thing that she could get from me that she couldn't get from anyone else. Yeah. Because her other best friend, who actually ended up moving away, and that's why she became my best friend, because now she could only hang out with me. (laughs) But um, her other best friend was really, like, touch-sensitive and didn't like to be touched. Yeah. But she was super affectionate and always wanted to hang all over you. But I love that. Yeah. So I was like, yes. Put your head on my shoulder, bitch. Do it! And but we do this now, too. Yeah. Like, we hug, we hold hands, we cuddle. It's just normal. And it's good, and it's healthy. Yeah. Because the more you cuddle with your best friend, the less you'll want to cuddle with some random skinny white <laughs> dude. <laughs> Which is true. Men ain't shit, Men ain't all. shit. K-A-M. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since only one is that fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not fat. Or like dudes who only want like skinny girls, which I don't understand because I like my girls thick. Exactly. But. Like, 
where is your pillow to lay your head on? Like, I got thick thighs I, over I, here. I want them fluffy. Listen here, I am a great pillow. I am what's fluffy. That, what's that fucking thing from fucking, um, God damn it, with the zebra <laughs> and the lion? I, I like, like Madagascar. Yeah, Madagascar. <laughs> the second one. The second one was a fucking, like, like hippo. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I like them big. I like them chunky. That one. That yeah. is me. Oh, my gosh. I like my girls with some padding. All right? As should everyone else. Like, we shouldn't have to push a societal standard. You have to be skinny to get people to love you. Which is also, honestly, but, like, we shouldn't do the opposite where we also shame skinny people. Exactly. Because I honestly, I'm skinny. I'm really skinny. And you eat and a lot, I, but, like, you don't gain like, weight. Like, that's just my metabolism. Yeah. I can't gain weight. Like, I don't gain weight. And so, um, that also means I have a flat ass and no boobs. But, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> the, um, actually, when I'm naked, my boobs look bigger. They look better. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> That's okay. That's only because my ribs are visible, and so it makes my chest look bigger. Yeah. But anyways, what I mean is that, like, I honestly have a little bit of self-esteem issues just because my taste in girls is thicker girls. And so yeah. when I look at myself in the mirror, I don't think I'm beautiful. Yeah. Because I don't, I am not my own type, basically. Yeah. So I'm not, like, attracted. I'm not attracted to myself. Like, if I was another person, then I wouldn't find myself very beautiful. Listen, if I could give you some of the fluff off my stomach, I would. <laughs> because, like, I do get insecure about it sometimes in certain outfits. Which is why we're going to become a stripper and get a boob job and an ass job. Yeah. I'm going to fix up my curved spine. You know what you can... You know what a Brazilian booty lift, like, actually does? Mm. Is it takes the fat from other parts of your body and puts it in your ass. Yeah. So you could get some of your stomach fat. Whoa, trimmed, hold up. And you could stick it... The only plastic surgery I'm up for. You could stick it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Listen. I like being thicker because I, I like having thick thighs... I like having my curves. I like having my boobs and my ass. Um, but, like, the stomach part makes me insecure, which is okay. And having the bigger arms, like, the arm fat, I mean, it's okay. But it does make me really insecure. So, like, I'm just saying, if I could give some of this fat to her... And we both be equally how we want to be. That would be great. Okay, look, I made this joke the other day because um, someone I know who's a trans man, mm -hmm. not our mutual friend, mm -hmm. but someone else, was saying about how much they wanted to get rid of their boobs. And I was like, bro, titty transfer. <laughs> titty transfer. Give them to me. T transplant. Yes, give them to me. Please. And I will give you some of my spare testosterone because I don't want it. Yeah. I think, I think, I don't have, North Carolina, this too late. Bitch. <laughs> I was going Come too on. fast, I couldn't slow down. Yeah, I noticed. Now I'm going to be a little bit late, and my well, dad's it's not that bad, it's not even 4.30 yet. True. It's not even, we're good, it's not even 4.30. Like, I do have body issues, like, I have a really curved spine, so my neck makes me look like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Hey, the hunchback of Notre Dame, bitch. <laughs> Sorry! Notre Dame. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. We're probably both pronouncing it wrong, too. Probably. But, 
makes me look like I have a humpback. And it's very, very hard to, like, get over it. But I will be getting a haircut. I should probably that, slow down. I'm going, like, 70 yeah. in the 55. <laughs> Please do. Um, anyways, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Please do. Vehicular man. Please do. I want to not but Look live. at that pink house. It's like a perfect target. <laughs> Just like plow right through it. No. I'm going to aim for the for the chimney. <laughs> but like my neck, it's very, very visible. My doctor sat there and was like, yeah, it's not even that visible until you bend down. And I'm like, bitch, what? So that like, is, is not it true. scoliosis or is it just like no, natural? It's like natural tissue and fat. But it's not like not it's, like supposed like it's not like there's a, my doctors are supposed to be getting me like an x-ray for my back. But like my doctors are all like, oh it's just tissue and natural fat. And I don't want it there. Take that fat, put it in my ass. <laughs> Well, okay, because so like because you know how they have those like braces for people with scoliosis like, to yeah. like help naturally realign their spine. What if you have yeah. something like that? I don't know if that would work but, because it's not your spine. Yeah, but also like I have that one piece down here that is also my. This is my spine because I can feel it, and it's like it makes my back hunched, and then it goes over, and then there's my butt, and yeah. my butt is pretty flat compared to that, which makes my look my ass look fat uh flat even though it's fat yeah exactly turn left on del williams road i think it's this one yes i hate how it looks further on the screen than it actually is on yeah the road. that's why i always fucking miss turns fair enough also this but is like, like a really awkward turn yeah but like we should really really like talk about more bodies issues and self-esteem issues okay people need to understand that like 90 million times out of 90 million and one your body is completely normal yeah like if you have cellulite bitch that's normal if you got stretch marks, bitch, that's normal. I love my stretch marks. If your I love pussy my looks cellulite. weird, that's probably normal. <laughs> it is. Like, that's another thing. Like, I've always been really, really self-conscious about that because I honestly didn't know this was a thing. I have what's called an Audi. Yeah. So I thought that I looked fucking weird because not going to lie, uh, women in porn don't have pussies that look like mine. Yeah. So I was like, is there something wrong with me? Is this not attractive? Like, what is up? And since I have natural fat, mine just, like, curves over and it's always been, like, something that I hate because it shows up in clothes. Like, I can't wear tight dresses or anything without it showing. And, like, I thought it was never normal. But it is. It's completely normal. Your body is normal most of the time. Unless it's a defect. In which case, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but, like... I'm sorry. I can promise you that there is someone out there who's going to think that that's the most beautiful thing in the mm-hmm. world. Because... If you find a partner who thinks that your flaws are disgusting and stupid, dump them right yeah, now. Yeah, dump their ass because they don't love you. Exactly. They are jerks and douchebags and you don't deserve them. You are beautiful and fucking hot and handsome and amazing and whatever. And you deserve the person who's going to love you no matter how you look, no matter how you act, no matter what. Because, okay, look, you know, I have all these ambitions, but really the one thing I want in life is someone who's going to think that every part of me that I don't like is beautiful. Exactly. And, like, that's my whole thing with, like, wanting a relationship right now. Is that's just what you want, but you know you can't really have it at this point in your life. Yeah. 
And like, I just want someone who will love me unconditionally, which isn't what I'm going to get right now. Because like, I, I personally think that the universe has a plan for me. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in any of that. I, um, I believe in like Norse gods and Greek gods. I just don't believe in Jesus. Pagan. You're pagan. Yeah, I'm pagan. Yeah. And I, I practice Wicca. Yeah. That's the correct terminology. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but I, I believe that the universe has a plan for me and has a plan for everyone else. So I believe that all the bad things do happen for a reason and they're there to teach you a lesson. Like, I don't know what the lesson is for. Maybe it is karma from your past life or whatever, but I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> if it is, and I was fucked up. <laughs> I did something bad. <laughs> Same here. But like, I think that everything happens for a reason, and I think your future will be amazing, no matter what. I feel like everyone's future turns around somehow. Okay, look, I just want to say this, and I don't know how weird this is, or if it's emotionally healthy or not, but honestly, it's something that I want to say, and that I think would honestly be good help for you. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm feeling really, really fucking lonely, and not necessarily like, oh, I'm lonely because I'm not talking to my friends, because talking to my friends is not going to help, because I want that relationship. I want that deep relationship, that romantic connection, but I cannot have it right now. Yeah. So what I have is I have this file, and it's called Letters to Home. Because in my, um, because I read this one thing that was like, no matter, stop sign? Yeah. No matter where you are, Mm -hmm. this person, when you're with this person, you're home. Mm -hmm. So it's called letters to home Mm -hmm. and I'm writing letters to that person. That's sweet. And they're saved. I think I should do that. So that would be, honestly, you don't necessarily have to give them to that person when you meet them. But I think it would be kind of cool. Yeah. Because then... That would be a neat, like, wedding gift for, like, the person you Then you, person that I'm in love with, that loves me, and that I finally have this thing that I've wanted all my life, you can see what I was like when I was really young and really sad and I really wanted you there, but you weren't. You know? Yeah. Like, I think that's a great idea. Because... I mean, I wouldn't really necessarily... Like I said, I don't know how emotionally healthy that is. I don't know if a therapist will tell you that you should do that. Um, your therapist it's might so- tell you that you shouldn't do that. But, like, yeah. honestly... It sounds like something a therapist would say to do, so... Physically, it actually... I'm just saying this. I'm recommending it because it makes me feel better and it works for me. But yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that it will work for you. Like, it might yeah. make you sadder. But I'm just saying it helps me. Mm-hmm. So... I don't think I'd title it letters to home because you're my home but like (laughs) yeah no whenever I'm talking to anyone and like I say I want to go home it typically means I want to be by you Uh yeah because like you you just make everything better like this past week was kind of a shitty week and all I had to look forward to was today today has been the best day in a long time I know it's been amazing yeah even though we were just like putting candy in little bags and talking like yeah. It's been great. Exactly. But, like, it's just because we get to see each other again. And it's like nothing has ever changed, happened. You know? Yeah. We're like, back on our bullshit. Find you. No cap. Find you a fucking best friend who. You cannot see for seven months. Yeah, you cannot see for seven months. And when you see them, you give them a big ass hug and you're back on your bullshit. It's like <laughs> nothing changed. 
And, and you know, honestly, that's what we need in this pandemic mm-hmm. to be able to find like a little bit of normalcy. Yeah. And look, we still respect like the mask rules, and we we are like very we're, much we're very um, cautious and safe when we're outside. Like, trust me, I'm an essential worker. Like, this pandemic is serious shit. Yeah. Like, someone in my office, like, someone in my, like, where I work got COVID. hmm And, like, I never had any contact with them, but, like, it happened. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's just, like... Yeah. You need to respect the rules, but that doesn't mean that every once in a while you can't go see one friend. Yeah, like, uh, and next week, about this time... We're going to see each other again because we have an event to go to. Yeah, we're doing a truck or treat thing. Yeah. And then we're going to try and, like, stay the night for Halloween. I am going 55 in the 55, motherfucker. (laughs) You got to be going fucking 80. What the fuck? Fuck you, bitch. Okay, look, I usually don't have road rage, but he's an asshole. He's the, that's the type of pickup truck that's the that's young the, to middle-aged the to middle-aged Trump supporter. Yeah. He's gonna wreck. Exactly. Going Especially that fast the around these country roads in the fucking rain, he's gonna turn a corner and he's gonna flip. Or he's gonna hit a deer. One or the other. I want to see him hit a deer <laughs> and the antler go right through his fucking windshield and right into his face. That's so mean. I mean, he deserves it, but that's so mean. Did I ever tell you... <laughs> That a that a uh, that a deer attacked my uncle's cat one time. Really? Gored him right through the chest. Oh my god! The cat. I mean, the cat survived, and the cat's fine now. But yeah. that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like at first, we thought he had been shot by like an arrow or something, because there was like this perfect or perfect circular hole in his chest. Yeah. We were like, "What the fuck?" But yeah. turned out it was a deer. Mm. Okay, let me tell y'all. If y'all don't live in the south or anywhere that's like rural. Deer may look pretty, but they're fucking monsters. Yeah. Deer are evil sons of bitches. I agree. Like, they don't have, like, they don't understand. They don't have souls. <laughs> All right? Have you seen their eyes in the dark? They really do not have souls. They are like Lucifer's spawns. Okay, Lucifer is our lord and savior. You better watch your fucking mouth. Talking okay, about my Jesus daddy. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> road work ahead. I sure hope it does. (laughs) You didn't pause so I can say it with you. You're so mean. (laughs) We were going by so fast that we were talking about how it's Jesus's Satan spawn. Well, you gotta be like, which one? This one. This one. Okay. People who know where they're at are like cursing me because I'm like slowing down and stopping at random points on the road. (laughs) Like that dude with the motherfucking truck. <laughs> yeah. I need to cut my wipers on now. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, I think that's it for now. Yeah. It's been a really good conversation, yeah. actually, which is kind of wild because I what didn't expect it? us to get this. What's our. Hold on. What was the name? <laughs> what was the. You're I'm artificial. artificial. I can't believe you forgot already. She forgot my fucking name. And I'm nonsense. Obviously. I swear to fucking God, bitch. I love you. Bye. Have a nice day. Bye. Get out of my fucking car.